This is Sound and Vision from KEXP in Seattle. I'm Emily Fox. So last week, KEXP celebrated Teacher Appreciation Week. We shared music requests on air honoring teachers during one hell of a pandemic year. We'll hear some of those music requests coming up in 20 minutes. But first, I wanted to share a conversation between a professional musician and someone who made a big impact on his music career. It was his middle school band teacher. Casa Overall was raised in Seattle, but lives in New York now. He's an MC as well as a jazz drummer who was nominated for a Grammy this past year for his contributions on this project called Social Science. This is how it is, this is how it be. Sometimes in your lifetime, it's the night time when it's flight time. Hope the wrong time ain't the right time. Mount Zion on the lifeline. No crying, let my light shine. While we dying, while you fight crime. Had a moment, you forgot about it. Move to the next hot topic. Nah, God, I'm still mad. Why they write spells on the pill pad? Cause I feel bad. Send my blood like a real dad. Sometimes, sometimes. Casa knows quite a few people who came out of his middle school band program who are also professional musicians in New York. He says his middle school band teacher, Mr. Robert Nat, was someone who was tough, made you want to work, but also allowed you to have fun along the way. He did push his students, though, which, come to find out, was a lesson Mr. Nat learned from his high school band teacher. It was a lesson that stuck with him and impacted his teaching philosophy. Here's a conversation between Casa Overall and his former band teacher, Mr. Robert Nat, who taught at Washington Middle School near the Central District for 36 years. So what's up, man? Oh, man, I'm chilling, man. I'm doing real good. It's, it's good to hear your voice, man. So, you know, I'm here basically to to speak with someone who changed my life and acknowledge one of the most inspirational and influential musical figures in Seattle, in the Seattle jazz scene. And um, I think that Mr. Nat is somewhat of an unsung hero to us because he never, he was never trying to be in the spotlight or the limelight or get credit for everything he did. But um, everybody that knows, knows that he changed the life of a lot of a lot of the kids that came through his programs. I think that it wasn't just that he taught us how to play music well, you know, like he definitely gave us insight into, you know, how to play the notes and how to keep time and how to play together and how to make music as a team and all of that. But I think you also somehow was able to teach us about how to be like, better people or how to get us to become adults you know it was one of the first places where i realized that you have to take responsibility and you have to work hard to get what you want and some of those core principles in life that you need in order to to make it through through life you know what i mean so i think that like those are the kind of things that are almost intangible you can't really you can't really say like how to teach that to a young person, but Mr. Nat knew how to do it. Somehow he had something that that magical thing that would make you want to take life seriously, you know. So basically, and I'm first first and foremost, I just want to say thank you, man, on behalf of me and and all of the people that came through your program and all the people that got touched by your work and you know like thank you so much 
I thank you guys with all the work that you did, you know? Yeah. You, you know, you, you, you get these kids into the programs and all of them want to do well, but some of them don't know how. And those are the ones you really want to be able to do. You know, if somebody else is doing it, that's proof that it can be done. So why can't right. you do it? You can right. do it too. <laughs> you know, you help them sort of get to that point. But at the same time, you also want to get them to a point to where uh, nobody going to give it to you. Yeah. You have to earn it. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's how I see it. That's the way they came. You know, and it was fun. It was fun. And you help those who sort of look at themselves and say, well, hell, I can't do it. Of course you can. Yeah. You know, and it was kind of like, well, how do you know? Well, how the hell he got it? You know, he ain't no better than you. Mm-hmm. If he did it, he's showing you that it can't be done. So if you sort of just gain some strength, you can do it too. Yeah. You know, uh, and look at the number of people who've joined that program as a result of what you did. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was a fun thing. Yeah. But there was also a lot of things where um, you sort of play with you guys as mine. Well, I did. <laughs> exactly. The, you, the thing, you, you know the, what I mean? It was easy to be able to pull out a song and say, now look, now it's, now it's kind of hard for you. I know you might be able to, you know, I don't know, I don't think you can do it. You uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. And then some of you were saying, oh, so you think I can't. All right. So it was kind of a threat thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm saying, well, look, just try it out. You know, it's okay if you can. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that they couldn't sort of keep it in, 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 <laughs> in their head and saying, yeah. oh, so you're telling me I can't? Right. You're messing with the ego almost. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, even though it was definitely a lot of fun, but it almost felt like the fun was on the line because you had to you had to work hard in order to maintain the the positive aspect of it. You know what I mean? And if you didn't if you didn't do your part or if you didn't go and do your homework, so to speak, then on Monday it would be like all every, all the good fun feeling of it would just disappear. And it's like, oh man, I let I, not only did I let down Mr. Nat, but I met let down the whole band. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I don't think you did too much stuff of letting down because if you didn't do it the first time, hey, you know, you will get another chance. Yeah. You know, and another one, and another one, and another one, and sooner or later you get that damn money. Hey, let me get, let me hurry up and get him off my back. <laughs> exactly. Hey, whatever works. Yeah. Whatever works, you know? Yeah. And that's where, well, you know, if you, have you ever seen a person who said, well, look, Don, I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, eventually, if you say you can't, then you're right. Mm-hmm. But if you see somebody else doing it, what is that saying? What make them any different than you are? Right. right. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. It was just a joy. You know, all the trips that you made, all of the festivals that you went on, mm-hmm. you know, doing doing a lot of really, really good things and enjoying it. Now, question. I'm a little bit curious as to how you got into music in the first place. Because I feel like back in the day, um, it was almost like we didn't even get we didn't even get access to that info, right? But well, Edgar Bennett, my mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my my high school band director. This was in right? New Iberia. New Iberia, Louisiana. Yep. Yep. Okay. And uh, and I was kind of Mister Bennett's boy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'd go cut his grass and all this type of stuff. I don't know why. You know, he picked me, but I, you know, I did. Uh-huh. He, he was good friends, you know, with my family. So I didn't have a chance to do anything other than what they told me. Right. You know, and he come to come to our house and uh, got to know my family and visit quite often. You know, they drinking coffee and stuff. And there are times when... Um, he come to my house on a Saturday morning, about eight o'clock or stuff. And my 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 mom name was Louise, and he knew her. They call her Lou. So he come in there. He say, "Hey Lou, where's that boy?" <laughs> and I'm you know I'm in the bed, and he go right back in my back room, slap me on the head. Hey boy, help get out of there. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking, my mom, man, you just sit there and let him do me any kind of way. <laughs> you know. But my senior year there, he said something that broke my heart. Uh, I was at his house, and uh, he said, "I got something to tell you. I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna make it." Yeah. And I said, "What?" And I hear the person that that um, was really close. You know, it's like a dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wonder, wait a minute, I was doing everything else right. Now, what are all of a sudden that that I'm not doing? Oh, man, I cried. Mm-hmm. Left home. Because I couldn't understand that. Well, then I got to a point to where, well, I'm going to show him. Right. right. I'm going to show him. Then I wound up at Gremlin. Right. And went on and um, did all the things that I should have done. When I finished, I went over to his house. I said, hey. And he looked at me, and I knew, I knew (laughs) he knew what was going on. Well, I said, I made it. He said, I know. (laughs) <laughs> I say, hey, what do you mean you know? You're the one who told me that I wouldn't. Uh-huh. And he said, all right, sit down. He said, the only way I can get you to do something is to tell you you can't. Right. Yeah, man. And you, you that that's like, in the, in the nutshell, that's like, a big part of your strategy in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. 
That's a beautiful story, man. People who forced me into doing something that I didn't know I could. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of things he did, I brought to um, my teaching experience. Yeah. You know? But not to the degree that he did. So he was... You were lighter on us than he was on you? Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Somewhat. You know, there was this one time, I think it might have been a Friday, and uh, I can't remember which trumpet player it was, but somebody was not able to get their part right, you know, and you singled, you used to single out, you have each trumpet player play the part and uh, one of the cats couldn't get the part right. And he had been not getting the part right. And I remember you said, if you come back on Monday and you don't have this part together, you're you out. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And, uh-huh. and he got the part together. But I remember the, the, the feeling was like, it wasn't like a, a class. It wasn't like school. It was like professional. You know, it felt like we were professional musicians and the responsibility level was that of like having a real job and life responsibilities, you know? And yeah. uh there was it was amazing how you could you could really conjure that up in the students because that became useful in life you know, moving on, I think that some of those things you're bringing up about, you know, empowering kids to believe in themselves, that they can achieve something. Like, we could take that, we took that off on in life, use it in the future in almost every situation, you know, not just in music or musicianship, but just anything, you know, that kind of belief in self. And uh, Well, you know, I think the good part with that is that if you see somebody doing something so good and you think, God, this is killer, man. Well, that says, that should say to you, it could be done. Right. And and just for the record, you know, this thing, I know you don't care much about awards. You said an award is just somebody's opinion. Well, it is. <laughs> I thought that was a good a good quote though, because well, people don't think about it like that, you know. Look, the only thing I'm after is the results. Yeah, that's it. I got a question. So mm-hmm. you know, we we won not just my not just my era at Washington, but Washington's band won damn near every. Every competition, you know, first place all the time, you know. And I was wondering, like, did you have, because I know winning the first place in a competition wasn't the ultimate goal, right? No. But no. what was what was the driving force for you? What was the ultimate goal? Were you trying to uh, turn out professional musicians 
or no, were no, you trying no, to? No, 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 no. What was no. your? What did you want for these kids? That's my question for you. In the long run, you know what I mean, like. Let's see how grow. far can you go. Yeah. You know. Do you realize how how impactful you you were on the on the music scene? No, because I don't pay attention to stuff like that. <laughs> You know, you know, the uh, thing is, you know, I get great uh, delight if hearing about you guys, mm-hmm. you know, that part I like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, did I do? No. Maybe pointing a finger, but you did it all by yourself, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, one thing is like, you know, I'm I'm in New York and a lot of times I'll talk to people. And we'll talk about musicians from Seattle. Mm-hmm. And there will be like people who are not from Seattle will be like, man, something about y'all. You know, like there's some real serious cats that come out of there. And it seems like y'all have a certain passion, you know. And the thing about it for me is a lot of that, a lot of that points back to you because you gave us it was almost like we were trying to go to the NBA or something, you know, like. You would you made us take it so seriously and just really want it that bad that that energy and inspiration is like rippled all the way out. You know, it's it's had effect all the way out here and people might not know you specifically, but they people have experienced the effect you've had on us. You know what I mean? And uh Well, you know, it's so, good you know. hearing that you guys are doing those types of things. Yeah. You know, I get great delight at hearing about that, you know. um, And you sound good, man. You sound strong. Hey, hey, I'm trying. But um, this is a great delight, man. Yeah, man. Of course. You know? Of course. And um, I'm actually, you know, uh, you might not know it, but. I'm coming back. To, I'm performing in Seattle on July 24th. I'm doing a show at the Neptune Theater. Oh, really? Yeah, with my own. Well, I'm gonna my own, see if I can get it. As long as I know when it is, I'll be glad to. Yeah, man. I'll put you on the list, man. Hey, I'll try to be there. That's beautiful, man. Well. Again, man, I really appreciate I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing some wisdom and also just appreciate you for everything that you've been doing over the years, man. And uh well, hey. You know, we feel it. We feel it. We appreciate you. This is coming from me and everybody, bro. So thank you. Well, love you back. Love you, man. Alrighty. All right. That was MC and drummer Casa Overall talking with his middle school band teacher, Mr. Robert Natt. He taught at Washington Middle School for 36 years. Here's a portion of Casa Overall's song, Who's on the Playlist. But who's on the playlist? What's the fallen man on the A-list? He thought it was painless. What's a jazz cat that would rather be famous? What's the meaning of life? 
the meaning of algorithms If the rhythm is out of rhythm I could give them that power pivot I was living without a gimmick Now they want it, I gotta give it They was living on superstition New religion, I'm super Christian 20 million, my crucifixion Blind man with a lucid vision I loosen the noose, crucible proof The truth in the booth and poof This is Sound and Vision. Before we go, I wanted to share some music requests KEXP got during Teacher Appreciation Week. Here were just a few. This is Bob Crossland. Would you please play Madonna the Wasp by Robin Hitchcock for my wife Leslie, who just wrapped up a white-knuckle ride of a year teaching fifth-grade math here in Florida. I underwent a stem cell transplant for leukemia back in November of 2019, and by the time I was allowed to go home, The hell of COVID came down upon us. She took care of me while being thrown into virtual teaching, which was overwhelming, to say the least. The Florida school year began in person in August of 2020, and she spent every day afraid she might bring COVID home to me, her immune system compromised husband. We got through the first half of the year and breathed a sigh of relief when I was able to get vaccinated in February of this year. She literally broke down in tears on her last day of school a week ago. My wife is an incredible teacher and an even more incredible person for being my caregiver. I love her and she deserves nothing but good things from here on out. I'm John from Omaha. My kid's junior year English teacher, John Flanagan, at Omaha Central High School does the coolest thing every year. Each student is asked to submit a song of their choice at the start of the school year. Then on Fridays, the class analyzes one song's lyrics for themes and meaning. At the end of the school year, he burns a CD of all the songs and gives it to each student. My daughter selected the song Black Dirt by Seawolf. My son selected Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Would love to hear either song if you're willing. I'm Brian from Central New York. I am a high school social studies teacher, and Harold Melvin's song, Wake Up Everybody, was one of the songs I chose for a civil rights music bracket lesson I did with my U.S. history students. I chose 16 civil rights songs, played portions of each, and had students vote on the songs that had the most impact on the African-American civil rights movement. Wake Up Everybody didn't win, but the students did enjoy it. Yesterday was the last day of in-person student learning. Uh, We started with all remote learning and had every combination of hybrid learning in between. It has been a very strange year. Mostly I tried to concentrate on mental health awareness and the positive impact that we as individuals and communities can have for all people. 
I usually only get to listen to about 30 minutes of KEXP before I have to teach, but you've definitely inspired a few songs that I play as students enter the room, both in person and virtually. There is medicine in the music. Thanks for all you do and the KEXP community. I can't imagine the last year without KEXP. Wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Maybe then they'll listen to what you have to say. They're the ones who's coming up and the world is in their hands. When you teach the children, teach them the very best you can. Thanks to Bob, John, and Brian for sharing their stories. And thanks to all of the teachers out there for all of your hard work this year and always. Well, that was Sound and Vision. If you like what you hear on this podcast, please share it with a friend, subscribe to it, rate, and review this show. It helps spread the word, and it would mean a lot. KEXP is also a publicly funded station. You can help support this show financially with a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org sound. Thanks for listening.